You are listening to Comic Talk 616, a podcast on all things nerdy. We can be found on Anchor FM or anywhere you choose to listen to your podcasts. Also, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and our website, comictalk616.weebly.com. Sing, uh, holding out for a hero. Is it like, oh, do the thing, or it's something like that? Yeah, yeah, hit it or do the thing. Oh my gosh! Like that. Oh, Kyle, that. you know what to do, or Radiki, you know what to do. It's something like yeah. that. So, oh gosh, Jake was here yesterday. Dude, that was rough. <laughs> yeah. So, I know it's rough when Jake's over. Jake was. An I, mean, I was technically on there. What? Yeah. Actually, you were on there. Oh, I was on there. Yeah, I put you. I put people on the screen so we can kind of oh. try to talk in their direction. Um, so I've been playing with Matt on his D and D campaign, and I'm playing a bone warlock named Clarence Bone Marrow. Nice. I I added him as a skeleton in the dungeon that's just been wandering there for hundreds of years. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> He's so kind of like... He's gone insane. Yeah, so he's insane. So he thinks that he's working in an office and that these monsters are like certain specific parts of like a company, except for like one spirit kind of was my boss. But like I thought the gelatinous cube was Karen, who was my manager. Oh, God. And then the, <laughs> and then the main monster we just fought was Denise, who was the head of HR. Oh. And uh, so like I meet up with the party and I'm like, hey... I'll help you guys, but I need you to kill HR so I can break my contract, and then to really break the contract, you have to murder me in front of a bunch of children. Oh my gosh. I also stabbed an open, a, a dwarf in the neck. <laughs> For no reason. No, yeah. Is, is, it yeah. Like a, is it a requirement that your characters are racist in some way? No, this wasn't a race <laughs> thing at all. Dude. It's like, so my character is just like, not yeah. all there from being alone for so long, and he just randomly starts playing music on his ribcage, too. Nice. He's got a really high performance, so I'm just like, I'm playing the character. Yeah. Rib, rib cage marimba. Yeah, no, that was... Actually, it's Africa by Toto. That's been interesting. <laughs> well, I, made a, I, I did Marimba's my first Cobra type thing, and it's added an like a bunch of stuff to it, either. <laughs> yep. I, there's like right special, over the head. It, that's a good song though. Sorry. Yeah, when you're playing D and D, gazers have special ability. A special ability that when a spell is shot at them, if they save on the spell, they instantly reflect the spell back. I gave it legendary resistances, so it gets to save three times a day for free. So I had three of oh, three free saves. 
and then it was like oh, manifesting no. tigers, which almost I gave. Me. I also gave it spells, and I made it manifest tigers and as familiars. Oh, great. you and your freaking tigers! I swear, dude, I like tigers. It was rough. <laughs> we almost died. I was looking for a like a something that wasn't too rough of a thing to summon, and but it wasn't too weak either because these guys are pretty tough at this point. To like, it's hard to fight good. Yeah. And the new, new stipulation for our next campaign. Matt is not allowed to have tigers in any way, shape, or form. I don't need them. <laughs> I just have to. I pass. agree. Is he going to go to line? <laughs> oh, no. I he should have to. He, so here's the thing. He has to play a character called the Tiger King, but his tigers get taken away from him. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my please. gosh. <laughs> Anyways. And the All main right. villain, so, Carol Baskin. So that's one of the things that happened this week. I, unfortunately, I, I, I got to say, I'm one, of the, I'm one of the bad people. I didn't finish Flight of the Jedi. I'm trying. I really am. I swear. I just wanted to do something other than just listen to listen to that today because I needed to sleep. <laughs> we also have a vegetarian. With one character that does like my character, he's a vegetarian, and so when we made breakfast, I hopped in the soup and made meat flavored soup, so it became bone broth. So, Ooh. wow, so so handy. It was literally he's literally a skeleton making the soup of himself. Most of the people were like like okay, so we have three other people playing. One person was like, "That's cool." One of the two other people were like. What? Yeah. It's like, nope, eh. nope, no soup for me. I don't eat. <laughs> and so, like, every time I quit or, like, to insult people, I try to poop, but I don't, so I just, like, use clay and mud. And I don't just, know. Like, throw no, no. So Jake says, I take a dump, and I'm like, well, you're a skeleton, so you don't really have any... Oh my gosh, are we making brook jokes right now? I hate that. I hate it, that. It wasn't intentional. It wasn't intentional. <laughs> We're really doing brook... It wasn't intentional, but... If I had eyes... No, but like so. I do have one eye. I stole it from a tiger and put it in my skull. Oh my god! So he, so yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, I poop on the, I poop on this. And I'm like, well, you don't have that. So you have a, you pull out what obviously is supposed to look like poo, but it's like clay mixed with some little bits of wood. You, you <laughs> could you could secretly be the skeleton dude from the that video game uh, medieval med- medieval. Oh yeah, medieval medieval yeah. yeah. Anyways, what did you guys do this week? Oh, wait, we have to introduce the podcast. Right? Hey, welcome to the Color Talk 616 podcast, wow. where we talk about weird D&D stuff. Also, sometimes we talk about comic books, TV, movies, games, and... Fandom geez, in general. Fandom in general. Uh, this week, our main topic we're going to be doing is, we're going to be talking about like our, our elevator pitches for new comic books, if we were to pitch a comic concept. Or um, So... Thank you for joining us. I'm Matt. Matt the what? The Moon Baron. Also, a.k.a. the Moon Baron. I'm Jake, a.k.a. Lord Facetat. I'm Kyle, a.k.a. the Evidence. The I'm... Omnipotent Evidence. His Eminence, the Evidence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. It's elevating. Uh, I'm Rachel, the Intern. The interrupted and Ward intern. of the Church of Evidence. Am I the Lord of the Church of Ward. Evidence? Ward. Oh, Ward. I'm Rachel, the ward of the Church of the yeah, Evidence. I'm, I'm the ward. She's the ward. Yeah, I'm the lord. <laughs> You're the deity. She's the ward. Oh, so it's like kind of like a, like a father-son sort of. I'm like your your pope. Yeah. Okay, and, and we can <laughs> no kill, one's we calling can kill father. Matt, and he can be the unholy and, ghost. And what? Yeah. <laughs> and, I think we were ward. Okay. <laughs> I'm Steve. <laughs> no title, just Steve. <laughs> Steve, the crownless king. The, Steve, the regular man with the plan. 
Yeah, I, I have a strong feeling that that shenanigans jar is going to get some serious. Uh, That's going to get some serious play today. <laughs> I have a feeling I'm going to be taking. Well, seeing how our shenanigans are almost to eight minutes and forty-five seconds already. Oh. I feel like pre I mean, we introduced the episode already. Don't count. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> say they do, but they don't. Like... Anything after you guys getting ice, I think, counts. Okay. No, it's, it's not official until no. we announce the episode. <laughs> So, it's only so a couple we talked a little bit about anyway. some of the D and D's like game that we played this week. What did you guys do? Uh, what else? I made fake poop. <laughs> you already talked about that. Yeah, I, I worked a lot. Um, let's see. I've I've been uh, watching uh, watching a lot more One Piece. We finally got through the Alabasta arc. That was amazing. Congratulations! Oh, oh okay. so, it's so good. <laughs> Now, now like they got like uh, they got Nico Robin on the crew. That's pretty. She's her that powers cool. are insane. Yeah. How come I feel like going through the story arc is like an accomplishment? Like you deserve like some gamer tag medal. He there does. are certain <laughs> there are certain spots like where like there's milestones in the show where like you watch past this point, you're probably gonna watch the rest. So Alexa actually yeah. just like, did a one piece. You get past Alabasta. You're so watching the entire. Alexa episode. just did a one piece tattoo, and sometimes she'll like watch yeah. episodes yeah. to catch up. She's like so. Like, how quick can I get through it? And I was like, well, do you have a millennia? Because that there's so many episodes in I, that run. Well, I mean, do to get through did? the whole series, yes. But, I mean, one arc, not, that's not too bad. Well, the can you do arc, it in three days? There's probably clips. One I arc. can. I can. Yeah. But oh, that's not everybody. I mean, that's, that's it. That's, <laughs> most that's, of the time, you're, it's me you're also, like, most of the day. But, yeah, spot. you can. Most of the time, yeah, we're getting through an arc. Yeah, Alabasta was, like, I don't know, like, 40 episodes, probably. Dude, oh, dude the thought... one that we're on right now is 117. Yeah, dang. I thought we were halfway done or so. Yeah, you we guys have almost are 70 episodes the... left. Skip, <laughs> aren't you? Oh, 70 episodes left. In of... the arc. In the arc. Oh, dang. I thought, it was, I thought we were mostly done. I thought we were almost what, done. What arc yeah. is that? Uh, Dress Rosa. Dress Rosa. Dress Rosa. Gotcha, wow. I'm, I mean, in, like, I'm in the Noah's arc. Shut up. Just but, shut like... up. No, that's awesome. <laughs> Whose week are we on? We were talking about Kyle. <laughs> so how far did you guys get to there? We're like I said, if you're watching, if you're gonna try to marathon One Piece, I warn you, it's long because I started at the we were actually started at the beginning of COVID, and we watched a lot of episodes. And we're at what? How many episodes are you at? I'm on six fifty. I think I'm on six seventy. That's nice. gross. That's yeah, like we're <laughs> well. Consider that like some only three hundred and some behind. Yeah, we're, <laughs> it's well yeah, we're 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 past the Alabasta arc. We're we're into the Skypea arc nice. now. Okay. Um. So yeah, we like no. uh, they they just like started exploring like the jungle place. They haven't started fighting any of the gods. I'll start yet, watching but... that when I'm retired. Did you notice? Consider, but do consider that like some of this. Like if I'm marathoning, I'm skipping six minutes in. Usually. Oh, yeah. Every time. That almost, stupid intro. Almost at, at, le- at least three minutes and 30 seconds to get past the intro and then, like, the two and a half minute recap of yeah, the Yeah, so you've episode. got basically an 18 to 20 minute. Oh, yeah, that's 20 I'm a monster. Yeah. And then, and then you bad. skip the, the thing at the end so that you go immediately to the next episode. And then from there, it's only about, like, maybe 16 yeah. minutes an episode. So you can knock out, like... So there's right something now. wrong with me though. Like yeah. I have to watch the beginning and the end, even the intro and outro. Oh, wow. I d- 
Trust me, I was abused as a kid, apparently. I think you could live with yourself skipping the One Piece intros. There, the music is pretty hard to listen to. Is it garbage? Oh, it hold has up, not hold aged up, well. Hold up. The, we are is the best song. Okay, the, you I, shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are is a classic. <laughs> you shut your mouth. We'll save this for an episode topic later on, some <laughs> other time. Watch yourself. Other than watching One Piece, what'd you do this week? Thirty stuff. Uh, so I had COVID. Did you catch any that you caught up what? on most of your list? Really? I don't have it now. She, cleared, oh. she was clear on Thursday. Well, no, I'm, I, I, well, I'm not, I'm not, I like, mean, so, I'm just, I'm just like, so I'm got, just saying, like, wow, holy crap. He's excited. Yeah. He's like, I don't want two weeks off. Yeah, she was no. So oh I had, I got COVID oh a oh. couple days after I was oh. on the podcast last, and it was good because I didn't have, I wasn't infectious when I was here, and I was really worried that I was going to be infectious when I was at the podcast, but I wasn't, so... I got COVID right after, and then um, I cleared my watch list almost completely. Um, yeah. How I keep myself from getting COVID, I go to Clifton and like all the doorknobs and all the gas stations. Oh man, that's definitely going to help you. Definitely. Did that's you try drinking water straight out of the canal? Wow. <laughs> hmm? Just breathing the air in Clifton should be enough. Oh, I'm, I'm really just making sure. <laughs> nice. would, you, would you like to share your watch list I've got for a tale us now. to judge? Maybe just a couple of things. That oh, all the things I'm that I finished. <laughs> just a couple. Just tell us a couple. You don't have to do three. Well, three. What were the highlights? The highlights. Name three. I finished Bleach fully. I watched all the filler. Oh, nice. Wow. Except <laughs> now, it's, except now it's coming back. It's coming back. So, so now uh, I gotta rewatch yeah. it all. Um, I <laughs> actually read the Bleach manga as well, so I did the whole Bleach Dope. series because I really wanted to finish it. Did you bleach your pants? <laughs> you're amazing. What else? Um, so I then went on to rewatching Cowboy Bebop a second time. Nice. Um, Classic. <laughs> definitely. And then I what did I watch? I watched Maid Sama. I watched. Uh, Toradora, I watched. Toradora, that's classic. So good, really so good. good. I watched. Yeah, I watched that uh, one with Kalen. That's a, that's an amazing husband and wife or couples watch together. I was there. I was by myself. <laughs> I guess I'm not gonna watch it then. Huh? Just, <laughs> we're just like hiding in my couch or it's something. Really good. Nice. Okay. Um. Anyway. You know the day uh, that then I the I watched Black Lagoon and I watched. Um, oh, Black Lagoon. Oh yeah. That Samurai show Shanklu. is so slept on. Oh, you watched And Shanklu. Yeah. Shanklu. Yeah. What? Oh, cool. And then I went back to school and. Uh, you have good taste in anime. Thanks. I went back to school and I got pelted with some dodgeballs. It was great. Nice. Steve, anything? That's fun, why you cool, dodged. Really interesting nerd. You did this week. Yeah, I felt. Yeah. I also <laughs> watched felt. some One Piece this week. You did? What? Yeah. Really? What? Why wouldn't I? I don't know. It's like I just—it's it's just taking me a while. To I thought you weren't interested in that one. So I was oh no, so what, I have been. I just. What did you watch? I watched like three episodes of One Piece. So I'm on episode. Oh, nice. Uh, five. It took me a while to get started on that one just because I've got a huge backlog of things to watch oh, and sure. not enough time. Um, for sure. Watched. I, I've been watching Ultimate Spider-Man with. With Lexi and Kadia. Nice. So we got oh, to the, the one uh, Ultimate uh, Deadpool Drake episode Bell. today. Oh, oh shoot. Is that the one is where the Spider Verse comes in and Spider Ham's involved? No. No, no is no. that the one There's where he old... steals the Quinjet from Tony Stark? And yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah, that's, that's so, the one with Drake Bell, right? Huh? That, that's the one where Drake Bell plays Spider Man? Yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty so. good. Uh, that was really good. They have a monster episode where, like, the Wolfman and like 
some of the other Nightmare characters are. Yeah. It's uh, it's the one where Spider-Man and Deadpool have the fantasy fight. Yeah. That's a good I've, episode. Yeah. yeah. I've nice. seen that episode before. It's glorious. Nice. That is, it awesome. is one of my favorite just Deadpool yeah. instances. Okay. Did you like the post picture? Um... We enjoyed a virtual rock concert last night. Oh, another one? Yeah, Disciple played. They did another nice. one? They did a 10-year anniversary from the Horseshoe and, Horseshoes and Hand Grenades album. Oh, shoot, really? So they had all the band members from 10 years ago and the current band members, and they finished off. They The final song they played was uh, Dear X, and they had all nine of them on stage playing at the same time, and the two drummers were just switching off. So they have four guitars and two bass guitars going at the same time. That's fantastic. And so. it was cool. Anyway, that's the highlights of the week. That is cool. Super cool. Sweet. Um, anyways, so we're going to go ahead, I guess, move on to your weekly fandom news, which is brought to you by the evidence, the omnipotent himself. Yeah. So long. Right. Um, preach to us your sermon. So yeah, uh, speaking of popular anime series, uh, Netflix has just added Demon Slayer. So if you've uh, was it been yeah. living under a rock for the past year, <laughs> double check. I, saw something, I think I saw something yesterday. It was like number. Was no, it's like, number one. Oh, the the movie is the number one grossing movie in Japan. Oh no, no, I mean the oh right now it's still it's still in the top ten. It released this week. But right now it's number nine. So I top 10 I started. Oh, oh, it released in America. Yeah, it released on nice. the Netflix in the U.S. Netflix. The movie? Oh, no, the, not oh, the movie. The series. Oh, it's our movies out. And it's, the series not, it's top ten. It's like, still top ten out of everything, including Even like, though the live it, action. Well, stuff. the thing is that like that's pretty well, impressive. Part of the incredible thing is like it was it's been released before. It's been out for a while, right? Yeah. yeah so it it came yeah, out it on, on Hulu. It was on, yeah, it was on Hulu. It was on Funimation. Yeah. It was never on Netflix though. Yeah. Right. So like, here's the thing though is like, I remember when it first came out, like what, like a year and a half ago. Like, episode one, like, people blew up over it. Like, they were like, it's so good. I, I know this because, like, some dude straight up, like, the episode, like, this, the anime was out for maybe, like, a week and a half, and some dude went and got a tattoo. Yeah. Wow. Was it's it Impressive. Yeah. Really? Nice. Yeah. It's, uh, that's a bold choice for your first tattoo of an episode that just came out for the first episode. It, I mean, it, it's... Uh, Man, it would have been awkward if that character would have died in the second <laughs> <laughs> Well, I like there was just like I remember just seeing so many memes and stuff about it and like people like talking about how good it is and so like I just started recently watching it on my downtime on Hulu and like when I saw that it was on Netflix, I was like, dope. Like I was really excited. I love like there's just something about this anime. I love how clean I don't like how big the eyes are. On, like, the main character, for some reason, for him, it's weird. On everyone else, I'm fine with it. But for him, maybe it's his haircut. I don't know. Tanjiro Jimmy, Something, something <laughs> about his, like, character design. Tanjiro is best boy. You don't even understand, okay? No, I know. That's just something about his character design. Just seems, <laughs> I'm a kinny, but like, I'm a kinny. a little off. Just a, a little off. I don't know what it is. But it's super clean animation. The color palette is beautiful. And the color saturation... And just like the artwork is just how many episodes are you in? Mm. I am the last part that I saw is they've got like the demon that's doing the bongo. Oh, so he's oh. in the Lestrade the, house. Oh, Bo- you're, Bongo. Yeah, you're about the, to get into the good oh, stuff. Oh, you yeah. haven't even have you met Inosuke yet? 
He's, he's about to. Oh, he yeah, so I'm not the booby bongo guy. You're nice. about to be some of my favorite characters. You're about to be my favorite yeah. character. Yeah. Inosuke? Yeah. Inosuke? Nice. Hi, Inosuke's Stan. But so, so that's the choice. main reason that but, I searched. No, you know, like, Inosuke's best. The stuff in the do, like, basically, <laughs> they have, like, well, I, I'll call it magic. I don't know if it's actually magic or if it's just stylized that way. It's magic. But it looks like almost like magic when it's, they're moving around. Like, it's, yeah. it's beautiful. It so is the reason it's incredibly well animated. Or I started it the week it came Episode out. Episode 19 will absolutely blow your freaking mind. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So I started it the week it came out, and I watched it episode by episode. And then when it all came out, I rewatched it with Matt here. The only, the main reason I knew that Matthew was going to like it was like, it's that first episode, that part of the first episode. But it's just a hook. It's so good. Maybe we should yeah. do like I know it's been out for a minute, but maybe we could do like a review later on as like a potential idea. We oh, could, I'm down. We could. I'm, we we should do season down. two. It should be coming out next. We year. could pop in a mini review, just like a little like, hey, let's talk about this thing for a few minutes. Let's do it. I'm game. All right, we'll so, talk about we'll, we'll we'll talk about that after the episode. But yeah. So yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, that's that's I'm big super news. Super excited. That's in the huge yes. huge for like Netflix. Huge for Netflix. And, it, and I'm glad it's doing well on Netflix because, you know, the better it does, then the, the more inclined it'll be to get anime. Or the more and I also charges. kind of hope that the Cowboy Bebop live action tanks, uh, pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> um, They're making a Cowboy Bebop live action. It's oh. been in the works for like a year and a half. They've been, yeah, like, but I don't on, believe honest, in any live action like, at this point. On, honestly, it, it might be good because that, that genre kind of lends itself to live action pretty well. So I I feel like it has a da- a chance to be decent. But are you telling me the Attack on Titan live action was even... good? Where he was in the suit? Are you kidding me? Please shut up. How about the I, uh, lovely Bleach so live action? Actually, no, the Bleach one was less than. No, no, well, can we talk about, about, about the Berserk live action? How about the How about the FNA live action? Yeah, there's a Berserk live action. No, it's garbage. Yeah, it's bad. Oh, I need to see this hot garbage. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we don't like live yeah, action. Okay, we're interrupting you doing your job, Kyle. Right. No, you're you're okay. Um, so yeah, and then there's there's also a new D and D TV series in development. It's uh, it's from the same guy that did John Wick. I'm having trouble remembering his name at the moment. Um, uh, his name is Keanu Reeves. Hi. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. And John Wick's a documentary. No, no, no. Okay, this is uh, Derek Kolstad. Uh, so he, you know, he did John Wick. He's also one of the writers on uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And uh, yeah, this is this is going to be on. Uh... Oh crap! I lost it. Are they going to do it like the cartoon? Do you remember the cartoon that they had to promote the game, where like these kids got trapped into the world of D anD D and had to play the campaign in order to escape, and then like they axed it because. Hasbro or like Wizards of the Coast and whoever was doing all that, like the, using cartoons to promote toys at the time, like realized they could just do commercials <laughs> instead of like multi million dollar no, productions. It was it was brought out because of the satanic panic. They were trying to com- push back against that, saying, "Hey, this is actually kid friendly stuff." That was the point or it could be. That. Or could be, yeah. It's all obviously. It's all depends so on the for players. What I was what I was reading is like, like all those shows that came out were specifically to promote their products to make the, money. They were to promote their products. I mean, that was to promote D and D for sure. Uh, but it was kind of to promote like, hey, this isn't like it was to help this their, the this bad rap D and D was getting right. at the time. I wonder. So I wonder if they're going to do that though. Where like 
you know, the players get transported into the world. No, I don't think so. Or if no. it's going to be more I think, like, I think this one's going to be more of a story because, like, yeah, I don't think D&D needs promoted by a TV show anymore. Like, I don't think it's going to help it necessarily. Like, I don't think people. It do doesn't that. need it. It's been right. around. For but I meant like years. basically take the yeah. old cartoon concept and rehash it for live action. Is what I was I thinking. Don't, I don't think it, it's, it's kind of got a little bit of a following. It's yeah. Well, I think they're going to use basically <laughs> stuff that's semi-familiar to tell a cool fantasy story. Yeah. Is really how it's going to have to work out. This is what I'd love. Opening scene. It's a beholder reading to his child about a campaign <laughs> of adventures that he murdered. That'd be cool. So he's just like, uh, hey, hey, Grandpa, hey, hey. tell me about the time save that so and so. Save the comic book stuff for the big topic, dude. There you go. That's, that, that is a good and pitch. we already need to put some stuff in the shenanigans jar. <laughs> It's not shenanigans, Jack. No, we haven't went over 10 minutes on shenanigans. Oh, Matt's got the oh, quarters ready. He's got quarters yeah. ready. Um, so, yeah, next, next story uh, Indiana Jones video game from uh, Bethesda. They announced that not too long ago. Um, we've heard a little bit more about uh, the main story, not a whole lot more. Uh, it's it's going to be uh, you know completely original from the movies, and it's uh, going to be set at the height of Indy's career. So. You know, thankfully, it's not going to be after like Crystal Skull or any of that garbage. But um, you know, so, uh, maybe it'll be like you know, in, in between the first and second. Or of second course, third. it'll be a, a original story. I hope it will do like the Spear yeah. Destiny, but it's going to be unattached from other stuff, which is nice. Like, they're not which gonna... yeah, I mean, all it should be as it should be. For, yeah, I, like all the other Indiana Jones. What what are some cool like relics do you think that you can find? I like the Spear of Destiny or like the Shroud of, Shroud of Turn is definitely like Indiana Jones esque that I think would cool. really fit because he's already done the Ark and he's already done the Grail. Yeah. So like that would really. I don't fit. know. I don't know. I feel like the Spear of Destiny thing is going to be if they do that, that's going to be that it just got destroyed and lost to history because if that's like if we follow the lore on the Spear of Destiny from like a the like weird magical powers people associate with it. It's supposed to be able to kill anybody now. Anything. Like, it literally can kill anything. So, like, a lot of times they use it in stories with, like, monster-type stories where, like, this is the only thing that can kill it because uh, somebody poked Jesus with it. Or (laughs) Simon's, like... What what relics would you guys like to see Indiana Jones hunt down for this video Mm. game? The non-broken milkshake machine from McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That's a tall order, but... The missing part. The missing part. The missing part. Oh, my God. Maybe, like, the gang... Uh, the... I think it'd be cool to see, like, him get Genghis Khan's scepter that's been missing for, like, 2,000 years. That'd be really cool. cool. And I think... Cause, uh, or, like, we could do, like, an American mystery or something that's been missing because, like, with the golden spikes of the railroad... Have all disappeared except for the one. One's been stolen. One's been burned down in a fire, and the other one just disappeared out of a museum. So those would be cool to find. Yeah. You know. He, he should fight vampires like like a resurrected Vladimir Taylor. You should hey, be it, dude, Honestly, like that's right up his alley. Like it, I can see it happening. Yeah. I like this. Like I, I kind of like the serial nature, especially of the first like three <laughs> movies. A little more, but I really hope that you like kind of keep to that. Like, even though it's like sort of cheesy, it's fine. It's a little cheesy. Yeah, it's, it's indie. Like, I hope I hope what they do is not just like make Uncharted, but with a reskin. 
because I really because yeah. I love Uncharted. Uncharted is great. Uncharted is almost definitely like based on Indiana Jones. And it also has its own movie coming out. Soon. But I like I really hope they stay away from that because they don't need to like they don't need to make it Laura Croft or Uncharted as they need to keep it in their own, its own lane. Speaking of which, wasn't there supposed to be an Uncharted movie that was coming out? Yeah, it's, yeah, we were Tom, talking, Tom we were talking about. He, he literally just said show. that. He just said that like five seconds. No, ago. I, I agree with you. So like, it needs to be campy. Like, it needs to be Why a playable. It needs to be a playable Indiana Jones movie. Like, it really does. Yeah, I just don't think that. Like, I really hope that they don't try to like make Indiana Jones more cool. Actioning. I mean, it needs it's, to be. It's, it's going to be tough. I hope they don't try to make him more explosive, be... Michael Bay action instead of like the campy action that you're supposed to get. Right, but like, yeah. like doing puzzles and like. Having yeah, yeah, to like more, have certain more, stats to convince people, like yeah, you know. more stealth and puzzle based. Yeah, I want I want quick time Snakes. I want quick time events like when people jump in front of you and swing swords around and you just press A to shoot gun. <laughs> yes, <laughs> or like nice press or like if you actually miss the button, like he trips all comically, but somehow still works out for him. Indie points, you don't have indie life. points. Indie it points. works. It works kind of like Duke Nukem <laughs> where you don't have life but you have ego. <laughs> press B to don't look <laughs> oh you looked <laughs> yeah instant game over don't press B it says don't press and it just has B big on the screen so you press it and you looked <laughs> dang it <laughs> okay so yeah our next story there's an Uncharted movie coming out with Tom Holland just kidding our actual next story is uh, so that right. Dave Hasselhoff I guess is doing a big auction with a bunch of his Movie and TV props and, and junk, and the big item in that, or actually, this auction has already happened. Oh, it by has. By the time this episode comes out, uh, so yeah, you're too late. But uh, uh, the bit, the big Dave, uh, like the, it was just like a like a big like a really Speed big boat, uh, David Hasselhoff. Yeah. yeah. From uh the, from the first, SpongeBob movie. From the first SpongeBob movie. The one Good where his like pecs get bigger and his butt cheeks inflate. That's yeah. terrifying. Oh my God. That is terrifying. Yeah, it, it is very lifelike. So honestly, what I would do but with not that enough that it's not creepy. I would hide <laughs> wheels in there and just like ride on Does his it back work like as a car. speedboat. I don't know. Is it a functional boat? I don't know. It but doesn't look like it is. But is it? It. I don't know. I Turn it know. into a jet jet ski and just get like I horse saddles and like ride a Hasselhoff on the lake. I'm too horrified to look. Yeah. If 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 it doesn't even look like him. If I got anything, it looks more like it looks enough like him when he was on top of it as himself. Ooh, what are those soapbox racers? Just use him. (laughs) Oh my gosh! What they needed to do was have the boat look like old Hasselhoff. Like imagine younger Hasselhoff (laughs) with more hair. My kid got beat by Hasselhoff. Right now, he just looks like a guy that like showed up at the beach. He looks like the guy at the beach with like that shows up with the metal detector. You're like. My thing is, is like, who is gonna buy that? And where are you gonna put it? Like, maybe you turn it into a table or hang it from your ceiling. There's probably thousands of Germans that would, if they had the money, try to buy that in a heartbeat. Do you know who should buy it? He's huge in Germany. The um, he used to be Kung Fury movie should buy that as a prop. Oh my god! They should. Somebody should buy that and hang it from their ceiling, facing their door. So when people open up the door, they walk in there. <laughs> or, or it just like swings down, so like it just misses you. So you just like open the door, and then the giant Hasselhoff just like mouth screaming and just put like the Wilhelm scream, just 
I would, I want to put you. wheels on it so that I can drive it up to friends' doors and then knock on their door and run away. <laughs> <laughs> Just straddle the hop and run, like drive down the street to get groceries. No. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Can we move on to other news? Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> yeah. good. We're the only news right, is yeah. the Yeah, the, the next uh, piece of news we have is uh, the uh, Funko Pop Fair. Um, so that started on the 19th. And uh, yeah, so yeah, Funko Pop is just, uh, they're doing uh, nine days of different uh, themed re- releases of a bunch of new figures. Uh, so yeah, the, day, the first day was the opening day. I, I don't know what exactly they had on that day. Did, did you... Uh, no, but I know that they did release of a bunch of the sets that they're coming out with for this year. Um, so Star so, Wars yeah. is getting another set. Disney, yeah. Dragon Ball Z, Toki Doki. What? Doki Doki Literature Really? T-O-K-I-D-O-K-I. Yeah, Toki Doki. Uh, I don't I know. I thought you said is. Doki Doki. Um, I was like, what? I know. I was like, Naruto, oh, no. One Piece... Bakugan, um, Hatsune, Hatsune Miku. Hatsune Miku? Yeah. Uh, Gaming Funko, Five Nights at Freddy's, Marvel, Miles Morales, Deadpool, Infinity Warps as well. Um, the Infinity Warps ones are actually really cool. I already picked up one um, from their last set on there where it's like Doctor Strange and Steve Rogers put together. Oh, they also have an Iron Man and Thor mix up and then Moon Knight and Spider Man. Oh, so they're doing nine days. That's great. Yeah. So for the Infinity Warps, they have. Um, I need to get a new house. So they have <laughs> to store all your pops. So they have Iron Man and Thor mixed together, uh, the Thing and Mister Fantastic together, and it looks like Wolverine and. I'm assuming Nick Fury, Doctor Strange and Steve Rogers again, and then. I don't know who the line is. Who's the line, the Chimera character? Him and, um... Oh, gosh. Ghost Rider are on there. Hold on. As that's one. Cool. So that's that's pretty cool for that one. Uh, Deadpool, we have a bunch of Deadpool ones. We have the cartoon T-Rex Deadpool and, like, a more <laughs> realistic one. Uh, we have Deadpool Grilling. And then Hipster Deadpool. Which is pretty cool. And then, of course, uh, a bunch of the Miles Morales ones. There's new Pokemon one. Ones that are coming out. Um, Ghost Panther. So it's Black Panther and Ghost Rider together. Yeah, okay. I was going to say Yeah, and then uh, Weapon Hex. So I think that's that. Yeah. And then we're seeing Winter Soldier and Falcon Pops together. Where we see Zemo's face. And then we're getting a bunch of the Lucha Libre. Uh, Marvel pops that are coming together. So we have Venom, Deadpool, Hulk, Spider-Man, um, and Iron Man, and Captain Marvel as Luchi Elite, as Lubadors on there. Luchadors? So, yeah. Uh, so Venom is super cool because he's got the black Lu- mask. Lubadors, wolf wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, Venom's pretty cool because he's got the black mask with his tongue out and, like, just a chest tattoo Nice on there. And then... Let's see. Assassin's Creed Valhalla pops are pretty coming out. And then I don't know crap about Bakugan. 
the one piece are pretty cool. It looks like so is the here's the one piece ones. Okay. You guys can just scroll through those. So So we got oh we got Sabo, we got Crocodile, we got Luffy. Yeah. Oh, and these are all like the um Wano stuff. Oh that Zoro one. Zoro nice. and we got Brooke and another Luffy and we got gear four Luffy. Is, it, is that the last uh nice. from the last arc basically? That's... Yeah, the one where they're all wearing like Japanese inspired clothing. Yeah. Yeah, that one. So it looks like since the recent or most recent uh I guess stock debacle. Uh, it seems like Funko's bouncing back pretty good. They are bouncing yeah. back, which I'm glad because I like their company, but they, man, they, they did make some cool things. They make cool things. They did some shadiness with their stocks, but yeah. that might have been just one person. I'm pretty sure that person was fired. Yeah, I was gonna say like that. That's that's definitely like an executive level thing. Yeah, and you know the the artists that are designing these figures shouldn't be faulted for that kind of shit. Right, and so, I'm I'm happy now that they're not because I still like Funko Pops a lot. So one of the Star yeah, Wars I droid, do I, do I mean too. one of the Star Wars pops is the assassin droid from Mandalorian carrying uh, Grogu. Oh nice! And then we have a Jabba the Hutt. <clears throat> cool pop. And then I guess we'll look at. Yeah, so there's a lot of cool pops coming out, um, you know, coming out this year. So it's it's nice because I, I think pops figures have become like this integral part of fandom now, and it would have sucked really bad if they they just like disappeared for no reason. I mean, it'd be great for collectors because then their pops are worth more, but it really sucked to not like get these new pieces of like fairly inexpensive collectibles to add to your to your fandom collection and I'm sure Matt's happy because his his stock doesn't tank and he gets to make more money. I yeah. I like money. Money's great. Yeah. Money I say money's pretty cool. Pretty great. <clears throat> pretty awesome. Alright. Me and money are well we're not like this because mostly it's like this. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm making a flying away gesture as like throwing something away for those uh, not watching the 4D Ultra HD uh, version on the live stream that we're not recording. <laughs> yep. So and then yeah, that and then our uh, last story we're going to be talking about. There's a there's a new clip for the upcoming Amazon Prime show, Invincible. Uh, we're going to watch a, a clip and uh, give our thoughts on that. Um, I guess just a little bit about the show before we do. Um, it's basically like the premise is it's this teenage superhero who's like the son of the, like that universe's kind of Superman, I guess, the, like the most powerful yeah. superhero, uh, voiced by J.K. Simmons, the, the man himself, the legend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think this is a image comic book it property is. written by Robert Kirkman. So Robert Kirkman, yep. the same guy yeah. who wrote for The Walking Dead. Uh I've never read Invincible, but apparently it's a pretty popular uh, comic yeah. book series. So, I'd, for, I'd say it's one of the more popular indie comics. Like, yeah, from the smaller publishers. From well, from like yeah, maybe it's not a major Marvel publisher. And Marvel I DC. didn't even know that, like, Image even had a thing coming out for Amazon. Actually, like, this has been not on my radar at all. I found out about this when I was doing notes. Nice. Yeah, I've I've seen like a few ads once. pop up on like YouTube videos here and there. Okay, but yeah, other than that, that's that's been my full exposure to it. 
Yeah, look, right. looks, looks dope. Let's watch. Zip time. I I love the animation. I wonder, do we know who's doing the art for this? Do they have like the Young Justice animators on this by chance? It kind of looks good, like a similar animation style, doesn't it? It's really clean. Uh, The only thing I have to be is just like, I know they could probably see far, but can they see around the world far? Because like, how do they know they're not going to like clip a plane at like the other end of the world? uh, I they mean, don't. The most unbelievable thing is that the baseball stick one piece. My, that's, it, that's irresponsible game of catch. I love how that's so much fun. Rip, rip everybody on that mountain. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't no, have kidding. a lot of information on like the animation stuff. I do have some more information on the voice cast, and there's some pretty cool people. Yeah, let's hear it. Of all of this. Uh, Steven Yoon is the main character. Uh, we already mentioned J.K. Simmons voicing uh, Omni Man slash his, his dad. Uh, Sandra O oh is in it. I think she's the mom. Uh, she has the same last name, uh, Deborah Grayson. So yeah, the main character's name is Mark Grayson. Uh, J.K. Simmons is Nolan Grayson, the dad. And then, yeah, Deborah Grayson, I'm guessing, is the mom. Uh, Zachary Quinto is in it. Uh, Carrie Payton. Oh, uh, Zazie Beetz, uh, Domino from the Deadpool movies. Mm-hmm. Um, or, well, the second one, rather. Um, let's see. Mark Hamill is in it, apparently. That's cool. Seth Rogen's in there somewhere. Yeah, just Seth Rogen. Kevin Michael Richardson, very talented voice actor. He's been in a lot of cartoons. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Sonequa Martin-Green. Uh, nice. those, those are all the names that I recognize. There's other people in there I don't quite recognize. But yeah. It looks like a really good series. It's produced by Skybound, apparently. I'm, that's a new studio. I think they basically made that studio to start. Like they're starting. They're trying to do animation stuff. It's like an animation studio. Which sure. more indie comics? Well, I, so I think they're really trying to like this is their pilot thing because they've done superhero stuff. They realize that it makes money, even though it's like parody. This is less parody and more right. Well, this good. is the first time that we're seeing like a, I guess a, a animated series from a comic, well, from a really well known comic because we've had a well, Umbrella Academy is not animated. From my understanding, this is like the first time that we've seen an animated series come from like IDW, Dark Horse, or Image. I think this is the first time we've seen one that isn't like, that's fairly recent. Like sometimes people will take like, they'll take an old old comic and try to make and roughly base something on it. Right. This is like straight one to one. This is the comic. I would definitely watch this. Like the animation, super clean. It. I'll be watching it. I'll, yes. Yeah, I'll I'll be checking it out for sure. Coming out uh, March twenty, premiering March twenty sixth, and it should be wrapping up on April thirtieth of this year. Sweet. Uh, that's one of the great things about like Amazon and like Netflix and stuff too. When you hear something's coming out, it's like, oh yeah, it's coming out like in a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. Or sometimes, sometimes they'll announce stuff like like the um, like when Netflix did the Cloverfield thing. Oh yeah, we released that yesterday. Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! We did a Clover Field thing yesterday. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it looks cool. I'm excited for this. Yeah, it does look cool. really clean and nice. I'll be checking it out. Yeah, absolutely. Looks like trash. 
Good. <laughs> I'm kidding. Are you saying? <laughs> Never mind. I don't want to be mean to the DC people. <laughs> I, I, I love I love how Jake is totally okay with characters who are Superman as long as they're not Superman. Superman? I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This is like he just doesn't like this suit at this point. <laughs> yeah, literally it. Yeah. No, I, I have a feeling like this character is gonna be a lot more relatable and have a lot more flaws rather than like, oh no, let's go get the dude in the red undies to help us. <laughs> he took off the red undies and then people got mad. What do you want, man? The co- comic book fandom in a nutshell, right there. Yeah, <laughs> can't make ever, can't make them. everybody happy. I just There's want to Schrodinger, Schrodinger's undies right there. Is people are gonna be mad? Or people are either mad or not mad. We can't tell until we take off the undies. All right. So since we've got roughly five minutes left in the allotment for news, shall we move on? Yes. The news? More news? Yes. Um, we actually finished a section on time. What is this? <laughs> no, we did no, not. We did no. Not. So, no, we did not. So, some other news that we've got going on. Uh, so, Aquaman Earth 1 has been canceled, so they just gave that an axe. So, that kind of sucks. We're not going to get that. Um, no, that's... That, that, that is too bad, because, like... Yeah. It's the character that is can be pretty cool, but they've really given no play to so. I think we're going to be seeing a lot of this, like, yeah. starting up and cancellation of a lot of stuff with the potential sale of, like, Warner Brothers or, like, AT&T selling Warner Brothers and the DC properties. Which I think um, long-term will be really beneficial for them. Right. Warner so, Brothers has kind of... They kind of dropped the ball a lot. Yeah. I would, I would expect us to see a lot of, like... Um, you know, come and go of a lot of stuff. Um, I guess talking about some of that too, Boss Logic um, did a mock-up of what, I don't know how to pronounce the name, so I'm going to say it as best I can, Eldis Hodge as Hawkman looks really good. Um, I don't know if you guys got a chance to look at that link yet. I did, but it's really good. Uh, it looks really good. I'm super excited. And so we do know that Hawkman is confirmed um, to be in Black Adam, and so this is the mock-up of what does character show oh, she yeah. look like with Hawkman? That's it looks rad. What dope? That is rad. Dang. So I am all about that. We know that it won't probably look like that because Boss Logic does a lot of fan mock-ups, but nonetheless, it still kind of gets you excited for the possibilities. Right. Right. Talking about possibilities, Kyle, you're gonna love this so much. You're probably gonna rip off. I already know what you're talking about. Um. <laughs> Batman the Animated Series may be coming back on HBO Max. It's under... Yes. I, I put this still back under... Okay, so a lot of people are reporting on it. I still put it under strong rumor. It's HBO a, has been dead silent about it. Right, so they they greenlit yeah. the project. They know that. But greenlighting it doesn't mean necessarily they can start production or it's happening. Well, that's what greenlighting means. No, because they, they greenlit... The Aquaman Earth One, and they're canceling it. So they've been greenlighting a bunch of projects and killing them a lot with the potential sales. So they've been starting starting projects, and they the word they're using the word greenlighting, not how it's supposed to be used, a lot of times. So like they so like this project has been approved and it's receiving funding, but that doesn't necessarily mean we're going to see it all the way through. That being said, like this is one of DC's most well known properties. Like it really did. So much for them right. in the '90s. So it has a huge following. Here, the uh, they you know they started doing the uh, Batman Adventures Continue comics. Those those have been doing extremely well. Uh, you know as, as far as I've right. heard. Um, so 
I, I, I ordered the trade that I'm, I'm not going to get that till like till like June, I think. Uh, but I'm, I'm stoked for that. But yeah, I, I think this is going to happen because like it, it's Batman the Animated Series. Like that's one of their that's one of their biggest right. You know, I think biggest cartoons. I think if it, not the I biggest. think it will happen too. I don't know if it should because here's the thing. Just because we loved it, and a lot of times when they like bring back something we love, doesn't always necessarily because because our expectations are like up here for it because we have such a a love for it, it doesn't always meet like our um, expectations. That and it's like we already kind of know the outcome of Kevin Connery's Batman and what he becomes because of Crisis on Infinite Earths. Did you watch that? No. So. Kevin Conroy plays... Are you talking about the CW one? Yeah. Or? So he plays Batman, obviously, in it. Right. And it's very obvious that they're hinting that he's playing the animated series Batman in a live-action sense. Right. Well, Superman puts him in an exoskeleton because he, they fight, and Bruce Wayne kills everyone. Like, he kills Joker, he kills Ruler, he kills Superman, and he basically comes to this thing where it's just like, anyone that's not with his ideology, is a threat, and so he kills him. So basically, like, the animated series Batman gets to a point where he becomes an anti-hero, anti-villain. Now, now at the same time, this doesn't necessarily have to be the same. This could be, like, a dark multiverse version of the animated series Batman. You mean, like, the negative verse? Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I mean, like, you know they they don't they don't have to set that like that's not like right. canon. I it's I mean I guess it's like Arrowverse canon, but right. It's not animated series canon. I mean, so what I do think they'll do also, though. Also, you're wrong. It's going to be amazing. Anybody else? I don't know. <laughs> like, so the cool thing is though is they could easily I'm not do biased. like Shut up. they can they don't <laughs> even have to show what Bruce Wayne's fate ends up being in the end. But I do think it'd be cool to somehow bring in the Batman who laughs somewhere in that because. Oh yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool. So I, yeah, I, I I'm I'm really hopeful for the. Podcast. I like them in the animated series a lot. I feel like it was pretty complete though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I felt like it was. I feel like it's cool to like keep going on, but don't try, like. I feel like they almost you should almost like physically separate them in your mind. Yeah, kind of like when they switched from like Young Justice from season two to three because they were different shows. Yeah. yeah. These are vastly different shows. So, on the the thing of nostalgia, what's super cool is, so, um, there's this new trend that's been going around where they're called interactive museums. They're not just regular, like, look at exhibits. Like, for example, Alex and I just recently went to see Frida Kahlo and Diego Rivera in Denver, which was really cool. However, these exhibits are a lot different because they're meant for you to interact with, like, take pictures, get on the props, like, handle the things. And so, the world's largest Marvel Comics exhibit is coming to Chicago this March. And it's super cool, guys. So, they have a lot of the same stuff that you would see at the um, Marvel Station in Las Vegas. You'll see there, so like you got Captain America's shield in his suits. Um, you have like this Iron Man schematic where you walk into Tony Stark's room and then it scans your body and like you control like mock-ups of his like schematic through through a thing um and they've got a bunch of interactive stuff like for example spider-man comes down and hangs on this wall you can take a picture with thing is sitting on the couch like holding like a newspaper sleeping that you can sit next to and take a picture with 
and just um, a bunch of fun. a bunch of other stuff, and it's a super cool thing, and it's the largest, uh, I think, interactive museum that's out there, and so that's super cool that Chicago's got that. And they set it up, right? Like, like it's a moving thing? Like, or is it just in there permanently? I don't know. I didn't read that much into it. Okay. I hope it's like a moving thing, because then it'd be cool to get it. If not, then I guess, like, if you want to go to Chicago, it's definitely one of the things to check out. I want to go to Chicago to eat at a particular Burger King, but if you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> you know, maybe just, maybe I can get lucky and fall I mean, behind a magical corner. Are, are you sure you don't want to go meet behind, go eat, like, grab the Burger King and walk behind the restaurant? I mean, I do, really bad. But I want to go to Chicago to eat at a Burger King, and... Yeah, if you listen to the podcast before, you know what we're talking about. If not, you'll have to figure out the mysteries. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> it is a, it is a uh, moving thing. Oh, sweet. So it's running through March 4th through September 6th of this year. So I guess keep them out on dates and see if it comes to your city. I think it's definitely cool. worth checking out. If it comes to Denver, I will definitely be making a trip out mm-hmm. there if it does, or even Salt Lake. Um, we're fairly, we did, fairly close. Yeah. Even if we did like a... I want to do more than a day trip. Well, no, not Chicago, but if it was like Denver no, or something. No, no, I'd want to do more than a day trip, too. I'd want yeah. to do a couple day trips. Yeah. Um, another cool thing, it's not a cool thing, so Marvel is ending the Venom run with issue 200. So if you've been following the Venom story arc, uh, they're finally ending that with issue 200. So you're going to want to pick that up. It's going to want to be another thing. Another real cool thing that's happening, too, is... So uh, Marvel... Marvel's been doing this thing called Heroes Reborn. And then uh, the caption is, whatever happened to Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Um, So it's not a reboot, and it's not even a relaunch. So apparently what it is, it's the 25th anniversary of the original Heroes Reborn when Marvel Comics hired Jim Lee and Rob Liefeld to recreate their Avengers and Fantastic Four characters anew. Um, So it's just a bunch of Lee Field variant covers uh, that we're going to be seeing. So, like, it's going to be really cool. And it's, it's a bunch of, it's a, basically some cool, so, like, you know, the Infinity War pops. It's kind of like that, but, like, with old art from from them on covers. So we're going to see, like, Doctor Doom and, like, uh, the Juggernaut as the character put together. And, and there's really cool things like that that we're going to want to check out. Um so if you've been, you know, following books or been trying to collect variants, these are definitely variants you're going to want to get your hands on. Um, you could definitely take a look and see what those covers look like. They do have samples out online, so you can check them out. Um, and I could possibly see what, if there are... Sorry, if there are some right now that they're showing on there... Um, so yeah, so it's basically just, like, a bunch of, like, mashups. I think we do see, like, another Doctor Doom in, like, what's the planet's name? Ego mashup. Um, so, and these issues will start after, you know, Venom 200, so that'll be really cool. Uh, we do have some sad news, however, in the comic book world. Um, 
So artist Steve Light passed away due to some heart complications. They are saying that it was uh, cut short because he contra- contracted COVID. Um, he was 61 when he passed away. Uh, we know Light for his artwork that we saw him on, like the Doom Patrol. You know, oh, one of the he was like one of the original artists for Doom Patrol. He also did some X Men covers. Um, so it's really sad. Um, he so he was specifically known for sorry, Legion of Doom, Doom Patrol, and then the classic X Men covers. So a lot of those old first time like X Men covers, and like Doom Patrol and Legion of Doom covers, like we see here. We're, we're done by him. So we lost a, a huge comic book legend today. And it's really sad that um, that we lost him. So apparently he was really comfortable when he passed away. And that he, you know, he, he passes as comfortably as one could under the, the conditions. So I guess if you want to, you know, commemorate him or honor him in any way, watch the Doom Patrol, pick up a book. A classic X-Men book and, and yeah. read it in his memory. Um, in other news, uh, Saga Rider confirms the series will return soon. Pretty much waiting for after all this pandemic stuff to go back to where like stuff pick up again. As well as Matt and Steve, you guys will like this. Critical Role, Vox Machina Origin Series 3 will be out oh, and available February 10th. So... Get your pre-orders out, because that will probably go off the shelves before they even like, hit the shelf. Now. <laughs> so, that will be pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool? Pretty cool. Yeah. Well, did you guys also hear they're doing an Uncharted movie? No. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really excited. Nice. Who they say was oh. casting it? I mean, it's not as cool as the Uncharted movie that they're coming out with Tom Holland. Right. Really? Yes. Another one? No, just one. Just, just the hey, one. Hey, do we know who's going to be playing? Is there going to be a... Um, what's her name? Uh, Steve Gorner. Really? <laughs> yeah, I have a little bit of what it is. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, they have the cast list out already. Yeah, it's, it's Ray Charles and Steve Gorner. Oh my gosh, I didn't know I needed... Steve Wonder to be Elaine. That's awesome. Anyways, guys, we're gonna go ahead and give you our the comics books we uh, comics books we list list <laughs> um, is that what we're going for? Yeah, I don't know where we're going. Um, here. So this these comic books are apparently supposed to hit shelves or will be out on January twenty seventh of twenty twenty one, and this list has been brought to you by Best Slope. If you haven't had a chance. Go ahead and check out Best Slope Coffee. They're the Best Slope Coffee in the Rockies. You can go to bestlipcoffeeco.com. Um, and you can order a subscription box and have delicious coffee delivered to your house. Um, yeah, through them. And I definitely something you should check it out. And if you haven't, you know, you could kind of see a sample of the drinks that you can get there or some of the coffee you can get there by checking the Midweek Nerd News Break on Facebook or Instagram on Wednesday mornings at, like, 8.30, right? So when we start. So yeah, best comics list brought to you by Best Lip Coffee Co. in Fruta, Colorado. Typically 8.45 is when we start podcast. Thank you for ruining the ad. 
Anyways, DC Comics, we have <laughs> Batman so Black and White number two of six. Um, there's going to be three covers for that. Batman The Adventures Continue number eight of eight. Batman White Knight presents Harley Quinn number four. And then we have DC Comics The Art of Lee Firmjo hardcover. I don't know how to say that last name. DC Connected Checklist poster number eight. Future State Aquaman number one. Future State Batman Superman number one. Future State Dark Detective number two. Future State Legion of Superheroes number one. Future State Sewer Sky. Uh, Future State Sewer. Sewer. Suicide. <laughs> suicide Squad. There you number go. Number one. Sound it out. I am not talking very well. Me, English, great. Uh, Future State Superman versus Imperious Lex number one of three. Future State Superman versus Imperious Lex number one. Cover B. Uh, Joker Harley Quinn, Joker Harley Criminal Sanity number seven of eight Justice League Dark Volume four, a costly trick of magic. Hmm, I wonder who they're talking about. Not Batman because he doesn't believe in magic. Um, <laughs> and then New Teen Titans Omnibus Hard Volume Hardcover f- number five. Give like three books. Did I? Uh, Justice League International Volume two, Last God number twelve. Legends of DC Universe Dog Maniki hardcover? Doug Monk. Doug, Doug Monk. Mon- Monkey, I think. Yeah. Um, Other History of the DC Universe, number 205. And then we have Strange Adventures, number 8. Superman Kryptonite, Nevermore hardcover. Superman Man of Steel, volume 2 hardcover. And Titans Burning Rage, trade paperback. And Wonder Woman in the 50s, trade paperback. For those of you who don't know, the future state is kind of what happens after the, it's the after effects of the death, metal. death metal. If you haven't, yeah, it's got, super cool. Uh, they got new people uh, filling in the roles of a lot of the major superheroes, including the Trinity, uh, new Flash, uh, new lots of things. Yeah, so you're going to want to check that out. Before we pick these up, uh, read the DC, 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 DC death metal a run, and we yeah, actually have a run of the seven books, the main books, to give to you, which we're going to announce how to win that on next week's episode of the Midweek Nerdy Break. Midweek Ooh. Nerdy News Break, so you're going to want to uh, tune into that and figure out how you can win that run. Giveaway, huh? Spicy. Yeah, for sure. And if you do win that, uh, Kyle has agreed to marry you as a bride, so we're giving away a bride. Don't tell my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, what about Image Comics? Do you have any of those? Uh, I guess Kyle can. All right, well, okay, Kyle, try to try real hard to skip all the enamel pins and t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. They, they list, so we're using a new, uh... We, you don't want me to read the comics in your Image t-shirt, large? No, really. I mean, people don't care about that? Not Are really. you sure? They I play. care about it. <laughs> all right, we got Complete Darkness, Volume 1, Hardcover. Dead Body Road, Volume 2, Bad Blood Trade Paperback, uh, Department of Truth, Number 5, and Variants, uh, Monstrous, Number 31, Nailbiter Returns, Number 9, Nomen Omen, Number 11. Sorry, Monstrous is a fantastic series, by the way. It's got this very, like, dark crystal anime artwork to it, and it's Ooh. beautiful. It's so good. It's oh. so dark. Definitely check it out. A series I 100% recommend. Sorry, I saw that. I got excited. No, you, you good. You good. And then we got Post-Americana, number two. Spawn, number 314. 
and then a bunch of variants of that. Holy cow! If you want an undiscovered of, oh, yeah, T-shirt, that's, that's the rest of it. That's all T-shirts. There's a lot of T-shirts. That. Undiscovered country T-shirt, extra large. That's a title. All right, who's got Marvel? Okay, Marvel. I can. Um, <laughs> I don't no, no, Amazing Spider-Man number fifty-eight, uh, and then a bunch of. Lot of yeah. covers. Yep, and then yeah, Amazing Spider-Man Omnibus Volume Two hardcover. Uh, variants of that as well. Holy cow! All right, Captain America by Ed Brubacher Omnibus Volume One hardcover. Picking that up. Yeah. Don't like the then, price uh, tag to it, but I'm picking it up. <laughs> Captain Marvel number twenty-five. And then uh, Conan the Barbarian number eighteen. And then yeah. we got Daredevil number twenty-six. Uh, Deadpool number 10, Doctor Strange Epic Collection Volume 4, Alone Against Eternity Trade Paperback. That's a mouthful. Excalibur uh, number 17, Falcon and Winter Soldier Cut Off One Head Trade Paperback. Uh, Fantastic Four number 28, King Black Namor number 3. Uh, let's see here, variants. Variants, okay, the New Mutants number 15, Savage Avengers number 17. And then uh, Shang-Chi, number five, and variants. Uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunter, number, uh, uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunters, plural, number nine. And then... Where's uh, the Star hunter? Wars Do- I don't know. He's, he's with the rest of the hunters. They're all together. Uh, Star Wars Dr. Aphra, volume one, Fortune and Fate, trade paperback. Star Wars The High Republic, number one. Uh, Strange Academy, number seven. And variants. Uh, Unstoppable Wasp, Aim, Escape, uh, graphic novel. Uh, Werewolf by Night, number four. Uh, Wolverine, number nine. And variants. Uh, Wolverine by Frank Joe Savage Land, trade paperback. Uh, X-Men, number 17. And then and you, did, you did miss Marvel, number four of six. So. Yeah. Uh, okay, my bad. But I don't know what that book is. Well, it might be Marvel. No. It could be. It's- Marvel. It's Marvel. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm behind it a little bit, so. Uh, yeah, same. It's, it's Marvel. How about. Uh, I know I will be picking up the High Republic series, because. That's really good. Yeah. So far. Uh, I didn't know you publishing is publishing Godzilla Great. The Godzilla History's Greatest Monster trade paperback. It's a new printing. You bet it is. Uh, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, number 94, for all those into it. Uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, too long, a sacrifice trade paperback. (laughs) Star Wars Adventures, Beware Vader's Castle, hardcover, which is great, because I really was excited about that. I I hope it has, like, a Castlevania feel. It kind of does. Really? Yes. From what I saw, it kind of does. Uh, we have Star Wars Smuggler's Run number two, Star Wars Adventures, The Clone Wars, Battle Tales. Uh, is it collect- graphic novel. Graphic novel, sorry. <laughs> I know it's a collection of... <laughs> we are doing so good at reading this list. We My are publishing the best. Brain Hurty Bad, Star Wars Adventures Volume 1, Rise of the Wookiees trade paperback, Yusagi Yojimbo, Wanderer's Road number three. Really? You said that perfectly fine? But everything else you're tripping all over? I got told how to say yeah, that one time. I got told yeah. how to say that one time, and I don't know if that's right. I have no idea if I'm saying it right. I'm just I saying, know. like, everything that, like, out of all the things that you said clean, 
Like, that, yeah. that was it? That was the one. <laughs> yeah, th- this week's cursed comics list brought to you by Audible, because reading is hard. <laughs> not really, though. We're not really sponsored. That's a joke. But Audible, if you want to sponsor us. Yeah, I mean... We might do better. Yeah. And then the one book we have from Titan Comics this week is Assassin's Creed Bloodstone Volume 2 trade uh, hardcover. Oh, good. Oh, I didn't know Titan was doing them. I thought that was they were like an image property. Titan's doing or like ID or IDW. IDW is the one that does like all the weird properties, right? Some of them. It's confusing. Titan does a lot of other ones too. Huh. That's uh, Titan have, has a bunch of yes. stuff that IDW. And well, then I guess we'll have. just start adding Titan to our list. Yeah. We have been for we, we have been, this whole season. We have for the, we you know, we've been doing it a lot. Well, basically, they have like one comic, so it's kind of hard sometimes to remember. So Steve just waits for that comic, and then he's like, "I will do my part." Uh, we have you know, Dark Horse Marvel, but somebody. Got all happy about it, so I let him go. Well, I I said who's got I was Marvel. getting ready to just start doing it. All right, Katy Perry, someone read Dark Horse, and, and you just had to. That was Kurt Rachel. Go. go. Didn't we do Here you go. Here you go. Oh. Okay. <laughs> nope. Dark Horse. Why don't you have it in alphabetical order, Jake? Because of the weird website. Yeah, it's not. It's also Seriously? showing. It's also showing enamel pins on that website. No, it's not that the website stuff. Yeah, it's that it's, it's hard the to same get. Like, title I had like oh, no. I had to go on. That's a variant. So okay. order. Okay. Cool. So we got Colonel Weird Cosmocog number four. Colonel Weird Cosmocog. I don't know what two P is. Trade paper. Trade paperback. School Digger and Skeleton Boy Volume One. Trade paperback. He stands for toilet paper. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, What's your fading memories number three? And that is it. Cool. Good job. Because <laughs> there's a Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> there's a Godzilla versus Goong. Godzilla versus Kong trailer. We're, we're all cursed with whiskey tongue this week. None of us I've even drank only today. had water all week long. I haven't even drank today. Well, I did. Wait. I had a mimosa at lunch. I haven't Wait, had any of Who Who's drinking Matt's water? Oh, no, crap. I drink, it's the water. It, what's I drink in the water? Matthew. What's in your water coming out of your fridge? Water. I didn't have oh. ice either. Water. So anyway, we're going to watch the Godzilla vs. Kong trailer. Yeah. Zodgilla vs. Ganok? Yes. That one. Shh. This is our only chance. Dude, I am so stoked for this. We all had like a the, verbal the reaction. Trailer's but... playing again. Oh, my bad. So, <laughs> sorry guys. My turn. <laughs> I, I'm biased, but I'm already telling you right now, my money's on Godzilla. It's in the last movie, spoilers, uh, Godzilla got crowned as King of the Monsters because uh, King Ghidorah got beheaded so and they basically set up for Mecha Ghidorah to show up. And basically all the other monsters have paid fealty to Godzilla. Um, it seems like there's one or two things happening. Godzilla is being possessed by something or controlled. Or he's kind of PO'd that Kong has yet to pay fealty to him. Um, as far as Godzilla sees in his eyes, humanity is his domain and they're his subjects and they're his to protect. And any monster that hasn't paid fealty to him is... A threat. Or, Godzilla's never really been our friend, because he's Godzilla. The other movies kind of contradict that. 
They kind of do, but like when he sees us as our pets, and the world's his domain. So it's just like if Tokyo gets yeeted, then it's just like Into that's the storm. it's that's his that's his playground. So he's like, cool, it's mine. Like you know, oh, I got it. These other monsters, man, they're, they're only threat to humanity. I better destroy everything in my path to get those monsters. Only out. I get to destroy Tokyo. You don't get to destroy Tokyo. That's my Tokyo. I feel like that's kind of like a weekly thing, though. Like, Godzilla's like, oh, man, Thursday, I haven't, like, destroyed Tokyo yet. I better meet Kong there for that fight. Gotta put humans in their place. Yeah, they have worked well protecting them. But I'm, 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 not, I'm not sure what slaps harder, a, a Kong Haymaker or that background track. Dude, I I love that they gave Kong the axe for that. Um, that looked like a hammer. I want to see Kong. I want to see Kong hit uh, Godzilla more with Stormbreaker. That'd be great, dude. It's I I liked it when he hit that monster with another monster. I wonder if he's gonna go for the head. (laughs) So here's the thing, though, that I don't think Kong realizes is like the angrier Godzilla gets, the more nuclear energy it intakes. And then that's how Godzilla like becomes. So Godzilla is the Hulk, just pretty Super Saiyan. Yeah, and then just becomes like this Shin state. So like, I really, it, I want to see Shin Godzilla go up against, uh, Kong. But the problem is though, is like it radiates so much energy that everything around it will just like. I really hope they do. Right. They like all they have to do with this movie is not trip. Like they just have to not fail. They have to just not be like the Netflix series that was bad. So, this is my prediction. Obviously, they're going to fight, and then what's going to happen is they're going to realize there's another villain, which is probably the villain from the last movie who creates Godzilla and Mecha King Ghidorah. And he's really... They're going to team up and then, like, fight the Mecha. They're saying one will fall. I really want... I kind of want them to kill Godzilla and, like, have it where, like... That's what leads to like Mecha Godzilla, or man, that's what leads to like Space Godzilla or Shin Godzilla to show up. Because like Godzilla gets killed, so like the spots open and people they keep trying to go for it. Or, really or at least make that. it seem like he's dead. I really want to see that. Because then, like, cause because Kong, Kong won't rule humanity, Kong will not take the mantle of uh, King of All the Kaiju. He won't. Like, he's. His domain, like he is, his domain is Skull Island. Like, he won't. Not he he just won't. It's out of his character, and it's not something he wants, right? Like his priority is Skull Island and like the people of that and that little girl. Anything out there is nothing to him. They're just there. I think you're basing a lot of this on this one media because there's a lot of other media where like Godzilla is not humanity's friend. Oh no, yeah. In most like in most media, <laughs> Godzilla is not humanity's friend. Right. Well, I think we're hearing a lot of Jake's head cannon. No, like, so if you watch a lot of, like, the old Godzilla movies, like, he's, he has, he's very full of himself as, like, this omnipotent ruler of, like, I am the king, humanity bows down to me, and it's, like, he protects humanity not because he's, like, good, but because he feels he's entitled to because he's king. Does that? I can see that. Yeah. So that's where it's more, it's like, he's, he's, he's flexing. not. Humanity's friend. No, like he's he has a love for humanity, but not as much as his like he has a love for his ego, which he made a very apparent in the first movie. I mean when I he, have a love for sushi doesn't mean that I'm out there to protect it all. Right. So his his ego's 
more important to him than like protecting his subjects. He made it very apparent how big his ego is when he ripped open a monster's mouth, blasted it, and then just like dropped the mic of its head and then just disappeared and was like, peace. So, true. I'm super excited. I'm a huge Godzilla fan. If you listen to this podcast, I hope Godzilla dies. I will cry, probably. I hope he dies. Wait, hold up. What team are you on? You're on Kong, right? Yeah, I am now. Okay, Jake, you're on. (laughs) Yeah. Are we going to have one of those episodes again? We definitely are. You're Godzilla. No one cares. Kyle, what side are you on? Um, I'm I'm on Godzilla's side. I'm on Godzilla's side. Oh, Godzilla all the way. I hate apes. Because Godzilla's awesome. They're terrible. First of all, in one of the scenes, you saw Godzilla's face. He was scared. I saw tool use, and Godzilla doesn't, I mean... Why do you need tools when you are a literal nuclear bomb that shoots out <laughs> Kamehameha waves like it's... Didn't Godzilla almost die last time? Well, yeah, because an evil giant space dragon like was possessing all the kaiju to attack him. Cool, let's move on. Yeah. Let's move on. This is not a topic. <laughs> yeah, we will talk about this. So. Alrighty, so now we're going to have a quick break for our ad brought to you by Anchor FM. Kyle, why would you do that? Because? <laughs> because I hey, can't. Hey, hey, don't talk to the Lord like that, honestly. Yeah. Alright. That is the evidence. Say you're sorry. He punched your grandma in the face. Dude, she deserved Dollars it. in the jar, sir. <laughs> Why are you pointing okay. at Matt okay. and calling him her grandma? I don't know. Jake, you need to, re- you need to repent. Go drink hey, five I'm monsters not a- and give me ten drywall punches <laughs> right now. Yes. I'm not a grandma. No, 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 no. No, we're good. No, My grandma's fine. Well, be- if you really say so, I guess I'll go do it in Matt's room. <laughs> um... You're not my so, real dad. You're not my real dad. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's jump to our main topic. Okay, so our main topic today. Today we're going to do pitches to the group and to all the audience of our um, of comic book concepts. Because I had, there's a couple that I thought were, we had that were pretty good. But I think we can come up with some really good concepts. Rachel and I were riffing a little bit earlier. We already got a couple ready to go. Um, you want me to start? Because this is great. This is really fun. So basically, it's just the elevator pitch. Couple minutes. Give your pitch for a comic, and you can have a couple ready to go. But just do one at a time, and we'll go around and see where it goes. Cool. So here's a scenario: you walk into an elevator. Uh, Stanley's back. Jim Lee's there. You're pitching him an idea for a comic. Go. So I, what was it called? Was it Turn Hobbs? The Calvin and Hobbs. No, the one that was based on Calvin and Hobbs. The, remember that book? Oh, yeah, the super dark one. The super dark one, the detective. I can't remember the name now. For some reason, I'm pretty so good. Yeah, with like the the blue panther. But I think it would be cool to have a book like that where somebody thinks they're the last man on Earth, but they're not. And so they're just imagining everybody around as like zombies or like as plants or like different things. And they're walking around and like, so we see their perspective of like just this empty wasteland, but they're actually in like, Chicago or something. I think that'd be really cool to like maybe as a mini series. So kind of like a last man on earth thing, but he's not really the last man on earth. It's just all in his head. He's the last man on earth. Like a Wilfred situation. Kinda, yeah. But like the whole world instead of like one thing's messed up, everything's messed up for him. 
Uh, I think it'd be funny if called like just the last. But I think you could you could almost play it up as a comedy where like they just show him like talking to people as if they're not there or as if they're like statues or something. Scavenging like through like grocery stores or like trash cans, like if he yeah. didn't exi- like. But like in the real world, he's just like picking stuff off off the street. So would there ever be like a break where he comes back to reality and then goes back and forth, or there might is be. it just like what a constant he... state of like schizophrenic? Like I think it could, well, I think it could be played up a little bit like a comedy where like it just shows him doing real dumb stuff. Like so, like there's a train. People are like, dude, just get on the train. Ancient train still running. I can't believe it's unattended and there's like full of people. <laughs> It'd be cool because then what you could do with that book is um, you could go kind of dark with it, right? So like you can have like different breaks where like you see it from his perspective where it is like post-apocalyptic and then it goes back to like the real world. So you see the flip of like how he thinks he sees things and like how it really is. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. That would that'd be, be a fun cop. Yeah, you had a pretty cool one. Uh, so I always love a good uh, body switch comic. I think it's so great when someone ends up in a body that is not theirs. And I think it's so funny every time it happens. So I think that Galactus should body switch with somebody on Earth. Someone just like real unimportant. And I just, I want him to have like that God come. No, like like a <laughs> no, 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 no. So Stacy from middle school. So here's from what I'm thinking. I just that want one. someone who's really just beat down by the world. So I was thinking J. Jonah Jameson's assistant. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh! And I just want to nice. see him acting out like you know, just various work related problems. You know, having to get coffee and waiting in line, having to listen <laughs> to people he doesn't want to, and I just want to see the the god complex slowly just like deteriorate his brain. No? Just like him, be like, how dare you? I am Galactus. I will consume your earth. Okay, Stacy, go get my coffee. And then, exactly, in, exactly. In, 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 the, in the meantime, you've got this, like, <laughs> extremely repressed man in, just... with all the power of Galactus just on a rampage throughout the universe. Yeah, yeah. maybe he doesn't do anything at all. Maybe he's, like, so soaked that he has power that he just, like, does something stupid, like, I don't know, fly through space for no reason? I'd love to see, like, stuff, like, that's just Galactus arguing for mundane stuff. Yeah, like... So, like, he's just like, Mortal, you... I said three pumps. I clearly saw four. (laughs) (laughs) Is that soy milk? (laughs) Is that soy milk organic? Or then, like, Galactus' body, which is being run by the intern, is just, like, super stressed out. He's like, um, so... So, like... Can I eat your planet, please? I want him to be really insecure. <laughs> or, like, realizing that, like, she just ate a planet and feeling super bad about this. Like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna get fired. HR is gonna, like, just having, a, like, a giant space god panic attack. I want to see him, like, oh, curl up into, like, a fat? fetal position <laughs> in the middle of space, you know? Just, like, cry. Just picture Galact- Galactus' body out there. <laughs> yeah, with the, with, the, with the wave, the shoulder wave. The shoulder wave. <laughs> but, like, and then also, like, going through the cosmos, trying to make up for eating planets, but, like, not really doing so well, because, like, all the other planets are like, F off, dude. And she's like, but no, my real name's Stacy. Galactus is in my body on Earth, working for the real villain, J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> and then big, and then Stacy's actually got a huge crush on Spider-Man, so Galactus is, like, Ooing over Peter Parker. You know, you like see... he makes Spider-Man a herald. I just want to see. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see like 
Galactus and like the possessed Galactus and like one of the other Eternals just like sitting somewhere chatting, just like on a bench, a galaxy-sized bench, I guess. <laughs> just like, yeah, it's been kind of rough. I don't know how it's gonna happen, but I I would definitely love, love to see Galactus do that. That'd be hilarious. Just like all the Eternals would be like, well, Stacy, I guess you're Galactus now. Sucks for other Galactus, and like. It goes on for so long that Galactus actually just gets used to being an intern and just kind of sucks it up. I'd love to see him to get to the point where Stacy. I guess we're calling the intern Stacy now. Yeah, we'll call Stacy. We're we're developing this story. (laughs) I like I would like to get to the point where Stacy becomes Galactus so that when they switch back bodies, he tries to tell uh, Jameson off and he gets fired. But that's just me. Or they both learn something. She learns to stand up for herself, and Galactus realizes maybe you don't need to consume, like, six Earths in a day. Maybe you just one or two, you know? Moderation is key. Snap. And to have more respect for the people that you eat. <laughs> yeah, that was my story. That was my... That's a good yeah. story. So mine is... A lot is of interesting a, things you can Is do another that. Marvel pitch. So mine would be is... So... So Marvel has a lot of the Greek gods, right? Right. Yes. Anything? So mine would be a really cool one where um, something is happening where the Titans come up and like possess Hercules and Hercules kills Thor. And so they do some wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff and they go back in time to join the gods of Olympus to uh, take down the Titans. And so we would see... A lot of, you know, and, and try to, like, restore time so that way Thor never died, right? Yeah. And so we'd see a lot of these epic battles and tales that happened to actually turn out to be these the Marvel heroes of old, so... Oh, they just, like, rename them to, like... Right, like, yeah. They can't, because they can't be seen or for some reason. Right, knowing that they can't mess up the timeline. And so, basically, they help you know, the Greek gods, Zeus and all that, defeat defeat the Titans. And so, like, we see, like, an old-school version of, like, Greek god version of, like, Captain America. And then I would say Venom would be probably really cool for that storyline. Cool of Ares. Right. Uh, Logan, obviously you have to have Logan in, like, a Greek mythology storyline. be cool, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I would say even, possibly, the Punisher, Spider-Man, and then... Daredevil, right? And, you know, maybe some of like, the Falcon would be a really crazy, good one. Crazy, crazy, yeah. So it's that's... Like, Icarus type stuff. Right, so that'd be... So, like, a lot of these, like, Greek legends that we hear about were actually our Marvel heroes from back in time to bring back... I like that. To bring back Thor. Another cool one would be is a uh, D&D style thing where... Uh, you know, Spider-Man goes and visits uh, Stephen Strange and reads from a book, and everyone gets transported into like a high fantasy world where a lot of the rules are like D and D, and so like they have to play certain like class characters and stuff like that, and they have to complete the game in order to survive. That's interesting. I kind of like those. Yeah. So those would be those. So those are the kinds of the Marvel Jumanji. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. So, like, Marvel Jumanji. You know, so, like, as they're getting transported, like, based off of, like... I'd imagine most of the characters are angry about it, but Thor's just giddy. Because he's like, oh, yeah, this is, like... I get to do the old-timey talk. So, I would probably leave Thor out of that one, because he'd be so, like... 
normal, right? And so basically they have to rely on nerdy Peter Parker oh, to oh guide them through there. You could have an ending, like the very, very ending, like just maybe the or maybe the post story where Thor learns that they went to like a high fantasy world and he is angry. He's pissed. Like he like they get transported out and he's like, Where have you been? And they were doing that and he's just like, And you went without me? He's like what? Right, so I think for characters for that would be really cool. Of course, I'm going to say Steve Rogers always. <laughs> um, I think Black Widow would be really good for that one. Mm. And then I want to say Morbius. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that's a good pick. Morbius would be a, a really good one. Um, the Thing. And then... <sighs> Have Morbius and Blade. No, I'd say I'd take away Blade and put in Ghost Rider would be a good one. Because I want some, like, no shenanigans characters that are really forced to, like, play along in this game. But then, like, secretly enjoy it. Even though it's, like, a very life and death situation. And then I'd want a villain. Probably, like, Doctor Doom to be in that villain. I think it'd be... To be, like, who ha- who's, like, in the party as well. work yeah so i don't know this is just kind of like my fun like little pitches that i would do you know and uh stephen strange would kind of be like the dungeon master and like although in the way they see things it's a real world but on stephen strange's perspective they're on this little game board and he's helping them guide and tell the story on there and we could obviously throw in mephisto or the game master who's like the opposing real villain in this or some new villain that's been trapped in there that's like part of the curse of getting it out there. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's awesome. It'd be it'd be fun. Yeah. I like this. Okay. Okay. My turn. <laughs> okay. So I'm I'm kind of cheating. So mine is is a story that I've been kind of like. Cheating. Just doing on the side, off and on, like since I was in high school, like just That's for not fun. cheating. <laughs> um so well, since he said it's cheating we'll say it's cheating so the, the way the way i've been working on it has been more in like the format of like a young adult novel um and like a, it, it would be it would be like a trilogy of novels but it's definitely like comic book subject matter so um the main, the main character is is this uh, teenage kid named cole um he's he's uh he's had a rough and, and interesting life um so he was born with cerebral palsy, and uh, so, you know, very uh, disabled as a kid, didn't have a very long life expectancy. But then one day, this meteor comes out of space, uh, lands in his backyard, uh, lodging, like, a bunch of shards into his body, nearly killing him. But there's this alien creature inside of the meteor, um, and it's kind, of, it's kind of like the symbiotes from, uh, from uh, like, Venom and specifically Carnage. Uh, so this uh, this alien life form uh, fuses with uh, Cole's blood to save both of their lives, and uh, you know gives him uh, all sorts of like crazy uh, powers. So like his uh, his blood can leave his body, become you know weapons, armor. Uh, he can throw like uh, blood vapor grenades uh, to like cover his escape or whatnot. You know, shoot cables to get around like uh, Batman oh, yeah. or Spider-Man, um, and 
yeah, there's a there's a love interest who uh, also has uh, powers. Her name's Vanessa. Um, she she's got uh, like electricity powers, kind of akin to like uh, static shock. Nice. Um, and uh, the villain is this uh, evil like uh, Batman type, uh, like you know, man with unlimited money and uh, knowledge of the uh, alien species that inhabits Cole's body. And he uh, develops a uh, kind of like a kryptonite-esque uh, serum that counteracts his powers, and also a serum that can give people artificial uh, powers. Uh, so he makes a lot of uh, enemies for them to fight. Cool. I like yeah. it, man. It's super cool. That is very dope. I like it a lot. set of stories that it's like the main character is has been outcast from a society or pantheon-esque group that of extremely powerful deific beings um, it's high uh, it's fantasy um possibly high fantasy but and I and as I say this there are some parallels that I'm seeing that I might need to tweak a little bit uh, with Tregan um, but because uh, this character travels around and bad things happen everywhere around him so people think that he is this incredibly murderous villain. Fiend. Fiend. Love it. Yeah. yeah. But like Vash the Stampede. Similar, but different. Yeah. Um, in that people or beings keep finding him and attacking him and bad things happen around it. Um, I actually have an expert excerpt of it that I was going to read but I forgot it tonight so I might just insert it um, there you go because it's not very long insert here yeah it's basically it, it would be like the intro it would be like it's it's either a prelude or or the chapter one to a book it nice. kind of introduces the character but yeah um he goes around, you know, looks like a human, um, but is not necessarily what he seems to be. Hmm. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's, so it reminds me kind of of, like, the beginning plot for, like, the Van Helsing movie, where, like, he's always being blamed for all these murders, but actually he's, like, protecting humanity. Mm. So I really like that concept yeah. of just like he's like socially being martyred while protecting people. Yeah, it, um, 
and like there's there's differences, but also a lot of similarities to like uh, like your Rurouni Kenshin type, mm-hmm. where he you know he definitely had a past and you know did a lot of bad things, uh, but you know it was, it was a time of war, and then in like in a time of peace, like he's trying to make a new life, be a different person, but everywhere he goes, he can't escape that stigma that follows him around. And it it is a fantasy setting with magic, but magic is very very centralized in very few beings. The vast majority of mortals have zero powers at all. The suggestion that I would have for it is you should have a way to calculate who has it. Maybe some sort of cell. You can call them uh, high calorians. And then, I don't know, ruin the whole franchise with that or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> No. I, I think you call it the Lucas effect. Something about calories? I don't yeah. know. Calories. Yeah, so it's uh, a calorie intake and based on how many calories this character has depends on like if they can use magic or not. Yeah. And we'll have one character well, who's just all actually, calories. Yeah. It, it's really simple. If if you're a like mortal human, you, you don't have access to magic. It's extremely rare. I hate being mortal. I hate being a mortal human. I mean, you wouldn't say that if you were 2,000 years old. That's true, I wouldn't, but I would be caught up. Caught up? (laughs) With all her stuff that she wants to watch. What about all the new stuff that keeps coming out? I would also watch that. I don't... I think that would be the worst curse of being 2,000 years old. One of the kind of stories that I really like is I like those, like, weird, like, slice of life stuff. So, like, I was thinking the, like, they did a series called The Visions, which I think is a lot of WandaVision kind of being based on right now. Where it's, like, the, like, Vision and, at that time, it's this weird robot wife that he made. Vision's based off the series called Wanda and the Vision when they first got married. And then that's when, um... I think they're taking some inspiration for this because that series had a lot of, like, Oh, gee, honey, guess we gotta make some food for the neighbors. They had a lot of that in that in that series. They, I think they're drawing some of the inspiration. But anyways, the point is that like I I like those weird slice of life ones where like they're not doing insane things. They're just like trying to maintain a real life, like the I love Lucy lifestyle. So I want to see that with like like a like almost like a drama <laughs> with like Green Goblin where he's just trying to get his son to love him. <laughs> or like, I, I, or like, um, like an Ocean's Eleven style heist, but it's like the crappiest, like the crappy villain, like <laughs> still man. Even 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 better. So you have like a run of the mill goon from like Hydra or AIM, and basically Phil. We'll call him Phil or Tom. Oh, we should. Isn't it Bob, Bob the one who's the... the Bob's the one that Deadpool always runs the into. Deadpool yeah, so Bob uh, Callahan, whatever yeah. whatever his name is. So basically it's like this AIM uh, or Hydra villain named Bob. And oh, basically yeah. it's like a day-to-day of his life. And he like goes to work because he hates it. And it's just like, but like, you know Jerry off of Parks and Rec? Yeah. How like everyone just brags on him, but he's actually like... That's literally this character. The best character. This is actually what this character is. It's, it's not, he's not always working for Hydra. Sometimes he's working for AIM. Like, he's a henchman, like, professionally. Like, and he's running into Deadpool, so, like, Deadpool will be, like, killing 
hundreds of people. He'd be like, Bob? Is that you? It's like, hey, hey, what's up, buddy? Yeah. So basically, I would love to see like where Bob is just doing all this, and it's like you're like, man, he's kind of scummy for being a goon, and but like every time he like works up for Hydra aim, like people just like crap all over him. I want to because he's like such a nerd. But his wife is super hot. His kids are perfect. He's got this nice house. Like his life is put together, and he like occasionally goes out to drinks with like I want to see Deadpool, and it's like it's basically just like a sitcom of just like Bob's life and his life only sucks when he's at work. I wanna see and he's thing, already rich. I wanna see a thing where like it's the Hydra Bob show and like almost each week he's getting a new job because he's getting like fired for letting Captain America sneak in. Or I've got, like I've got the title for it. Aim high, Bob. Aim, aim high. Aim high. Love it. <laughs> but yeah, you can do like a thing it. where like every week he gets fired from a new organization. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Or like every couple weeks. That's cool. Or like he gets like, fired from a new organization, and always to go, has to go crawling back to A. Yeah. Even better, or like uh, a Death Star version of Friends. So, because like obviously on Death Star they had to have some sort of housing, right? Yeah. So what if it's like the apartment Lost section stars. of the Death of the Death Star, but it's all Friends, and so basically it's just Friends, but a five issue Friends like uh, like a five issue Friends like miniseries. We're at the end, they all die. Yeah. <laughs> we're, no, 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 no. We're, Violent explosion. We're like the guy finally gets the girl, and like right when he gets him. <laughs> oh Boom. man, shall we wrap this up? This week gone long. Or a yeah, Ewok version of How I Met Your Mother. I like that. But it's all about Han Solo telling the Ewoks about how he met Leia. I want to see. A, I want to see. How, now I'm just imagining How I Met as Your Mother. As, as long as you ended at the moment where he met Leia. How about instead how I met your mother, but it's just Wookiees instead. So it's literally I zoom. Uh, <laughs> 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 that was so good. Doing the whole show. Anyways, I can't do it all. I can't do it on command. I'm so sorry. No, I'm not, I'm not a nerd. I'm not a nerd. Oh wait. So okay, so we'll guess we'll go ahead and say like what idea I thought was our favorite. I think my favorite one right now is probably the Friends Death Star one. Where it's like yeah. super hilarious, it's heartwarming and friendly, and then just ends in <laughs> death, tragic death. Yeah, I like that one too. <laughs> You're just like, well, it's not like they're gonna shoot into a vent around a corner, right? Like but, that'd be crazy. So here's the thing: we, but the best part is, is like we don't know it's the Death Star that they're on until the very end, where it's the last panel, Ooh. and they just blow up. So you're just like, man, it's so good. He finally got the girl, and then you just see this explosion. And then, like, he's holding her in her arms, like, what happened? Next page, you see Luke flying away with the, from the Death Star, and you're just like, huh. I, I, I like Steve's the best, because I, I love the idea of, like, a, a fantasy-style, like, tree gun type. I like the fantasy-style stuff a lot, yeah, honestly. Yeah. And I, 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 like, I like heroes who, you know, have this, like, stigma surrounding them they, you know, try their whole life to get rid of, and... But they're actually like way different than how people expect them to be. That's a, that's a good, that's a good. Uh, what do you call it? Trope, I guess. Yeah, that's yeah, it's a good one. I also really like Rachel's. That's uh, hilarious. Rachel's yeah. is pretty fun too. <laughs> that, that's no, a I'm fun story. I hate you. No, well, wow. it's his job to hate yours. To be fair. <laughs> well, I'm just, you know, I'm just getting back at like all the birds you've been doing recently. I don't know what I've done. What What would your title be? Like, what's your clever like? The Galactus for the Galactus one. 
I'm not, good, I'm not very good with catch titles. Galactus gets copy. The Galactus, the coffee runner. The coffee run for Galactus. I don't know. Coffee break. Galactus, the coffee. No, just coffee break with a big picture of Galactus's face. Okay, what, 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 or what I could be like they... interstellar, interstellar intern, and it's just like actually, it's like Galactus. It's like you got instead, of, instead of it looking like Stacy, it's like Galactus himself, but it looks like he's running late with like uh-huh. a cookie, like a bagel in his mouth, trying to put on like a skirt. Oh my god! What is that one picture of Kim Jong Un's sister running with a piece of bread in her mouth? Right, so basically like that, that okay. but like dressed as Galactus. I like that Galactus interstellar intern number yeah. one. I think you got it there. Yeah, Boom. the the cream cheese on the bagel. Needs to be like Earth. Earth. I Dude, like it. Perfect. Guys. Fantastic. We're going to do it. Okay. Thank you for listening to Comic Talk yeah, 6 Thanks six. a lot, guys. This is Steve. <laughs> I'm Matt. Thanks a lot for listening. I'm Lord Jake. Thanks for not listening. I'm Kyle. Thanks for smelling. Picking one of those options. And I'm Rachel. Thanks, Thanks for not listening to her.